Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. This is your host, Lisa Tomey. Tonight we have the open mic replay for Living Poetry. Living Poetry is one of the largest poetry groups in the Triad of North Carolina. Come join us and enjoy a variety of poetry tonight. Be right back. Welcome to the Living Poetry Open Mic. Tonight we have LaVon, Ruben, Chris, Hannah, and Lisa performing. And we'll start with LaVon. My name is LaVey Robinson, poet from Philadelphia, PA, lives in Lancaster. Uh, I have two poems. So um, the first poem is called Residuals. To love is the greatest gift one can to another freely give, for it is meant to add substance and meaning to the way we all live. It is not to be contained, adding value to what here on earth we spiritually, mentally, and physically gain, providing strength and hope when all seem lost, compromise or even willing to sacrifice to uplift one's souls at any cost. Overall, making one a much better individual immediately and long after while basking in love's undying and intangible residuals. The next one is called Unison, that the vision among humanity is leading to so much grief and pain. It's all for one and one for all, and that's the kind of selfish attitude that's leading to its inevitable fall. Yes, I very much agree. We do need a new direction where amongst ourselves there is more love, peace, and unity, the horrific acts we do to one another needs to stop as we put aside differences and move forward to make a brighter day on the road that we pave, put aside the individualism and work together diligently and wholeheartedly in unison. Then and only then will a change start to come and this Let's travel benevolent path to happiness, tranquility, and prosperity for all will truly begin. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Ruben, you're up next. Okay, I got two. The first one is believe in nothing. As I walk through this world, I can clearly see a place of hatred and poverty like a wound from a a war that never manned as a shooting star began to descend. Heaven's love is so far but near. In the presence of God, I have no fear. I shall never live a life uncertain. If I had wings, I could release my burdens. Across the ocean and the clear blue skies to vast in the moment, let my spirit rise. 
a burning bush with no smoke and only flame. From the done, from done to dust, it's all the same. My next one is not a dime in his pocket. Worn out shoes upon his feet. He barely had enough to eat. A crying shame that it had to snow. From here to fro, where shall I go? Just a lonely beggar that can't tell time. Not a dime in his pocket. Is that a crime? Wearing dirty old clothes. He ain't no fashionista. Went down yonder to the Bona Vista. I hope this poem bring you lots of laughter. And if it doesn't, then what doesn't matter? That's it. <laughs> Ruben's from Georgia. Welcome. Okay, Chris. My name is Chris Abate. I'm in Holly Springs, North Carolina. Um, Lisa, I brought four poems, so I could read two and maybe two. Um, the first one is, um, I was at a book fair selling my book last year in Holly Springs at the Cultural Center. They have a book fair each year. And <clears throat> when I went to uh, the bathroom, uh, someone, I came back and someone who was sitting next to me said that a guy came by and stole my book just took a copy of my book and left. So this is called To the Man Who Stole My Book at a Book Fair. What would you risk for poetry? Your clandestine hand, your slippery fingers. I wonder if you are more courageous for stealing than I am for writing, or if I should be flattered by your boldness. In Afghanistan, Women write subversive two-line poems called Landies, Pashto word for short, poisonous snake. An Afghan woman, Sarmina, burned herself alive after her brothers beat her for having written them. Perhaps the writing instructor who told me there was no such thing as an original idea was right. These poems were never mine to begin with. They are just thoughts that simmered while mowing the lawn or vacuuming. Footprints from the back and forth of a day. Think of them as an arrangement of mental furniture. A room I have reserved for you to toss your worries over the back of a chair and to sit for an afternoon. Or think of them as a match cast to your presumptions. When your fingertips skim those pages, may you feel ever so slightly what it is to burn. The next poem is about um, sharing a room with my brother growing up and listening uh, in the summertime to thunderstorms and um, calling each the loudest clap of thunder a strike as if God were bowling in the sky. So this is called God Bowling. When the thunderclap was a cosmic crash, when it shook the foundation of the house until the vibration rippled upstairs to the room my brother and I shared, we called it a strike. 
And when it sounded like a train that had passed, a rumbling in the distance, the sky merely clearing its throat, we admitted that even God sometimes threw a gutter ball. The only picture of my grandfather I remember is him in a suit and tie holding a bowling ball to his heart, eyeing pins at the end of a lane. His obituary from 1959 read, Giuseppe Stefano, expert duck pin bowler, not what my mother had told me about him, farmer, immigrant, factory worker, gardener, but rather what I imagined him to be, herder of storm clouds, gatherer of sky, hands that make thunder. Thank you. Hannah. Hello, Hannah from Raleigh, North Carolina. These are some prompts that I did in the wrong order for that Monday thing. Okay. Series. Standing tall and proud in your powerful glory, holding this year's cash of pumpkins and gourds, a rich bounty indeed. Thank you for protecting our fields and our harvests from those who wish to pillage and plunder. May you bless us with continued abundance of pears and parsnips, fennel and figs, carrots and cauliflower, persimmons and pomegranates, and all other good things from the earth. And please continue to protect our daughters as they move from girlhood to womanhood, as they transition from singlehood to parenthood, and then from partnerhood to motherhood. May your fertility bless us with all that is meant to be. When the cornfields bloom with poppies, we will know you are still there protecting us. If anybody is familiar with tarot, the fool is the very first card in the major arcana. The fool. There you stand at the edge of the cliff. One more step and let's not go there. Instead, let's look up like you do at the lemony looking sky, your little white pup at your heel. He's hopping up in his hindquarters, looking at you, trying to get your attention or equally happy looking at the sky. It is wondrous to feel the warm, gentle kiss of the morning sun welcoming the new day with joy and play with the snow-capped mountain peaks just yonder there. You carry your traveler's stick over your shoulder. At its end, your magic bag carries all you need. In your left hand, you hold the white rose for pure intentions, for innocence, for new beginnings and the wisdom you possess. Because you know the importance of the leap of faith, the universe, the beginner's mind. Yes, the fool is just like the jester. I'm Lisa from Raleigh. This is a fresh poem. I just wrote it a few days ago, so it may seem a little raw. It's called Painting the Autumn into Spring. Brilliant oranges from marigolds to rusty leaves of autumn's change make a vivid painting. Behold the brilliant reds as Indian summer enters from the end of poppies. Enduring scarlet petunias splashed on the canvas, resplendent with remnants, drifting flowing leaves, spark yellow, dappled brown, and tinged with greens. Even the dankest leaves add to the contrast on the season's painting. Dipping the brush into bronze and splashing it over the tree's spreading change. 
bringing on the flow, brisk rains fall to expectant branches and cleanse the world again. Violets mix with muted shades of burnt sienna and marries their souls, only to end it all with the last dance of autumn, surrendering, yet basking in the afterlife and looking onward, way past the quiet of winter into spring. Hang not your hat on autumn's branches to hold it until the first buds, while winter holds the ground for new birth. Autumn has done her sweeping, toss the leaves, crunching through the piles, dampening your jeans, and look to spring. Avoid that winter sprint, as we all need some rest. The next one is called Nightmare. Waking to the feeling of a hand holding me down at my chest. Breathing escapes me, and I close my eyes even tighter from fear. The coldness is present. I cannot speak. I cannot know what power is present. My eyes will not open for fear of seeing, of knowing the force upon me. And then it goes. As sudden as it came, it is gone, and I open my eyes but only after rolling to my side where I feel the safest. Do not sleep on your back. Someone can choke you in your sleep. Do not let your neck be exposed. Someone may shoot the back of your neck. Just like happened many years ago when the lady had a man hiding in her closet and he came out, placed the cold barrel of the gun to her neck and pulled the trigger. And do not forget this little girl so you can know how to safely sleep each night way on into your adulthood. Now you sleep well at night on your back, all because you know there are no more monsters in the closet and mother is not around anymore to keep you safe. So you must grow up and be your own woman. Okay, back to Larry. It's in search of, in search of love, I'll go out on a limb in search of friendship. I'll search until time ends. Where there is love, that's where I'll be, wrapped within its mystic clouds of happiness so protectively. True love and friendship derive from deep within oneself, so once found, gladly share them with someone else. For all things come freely from the Heavenly Father above. Remember this as you go along your journeys for whatever you are in search of. The next one is called Rush of Love. Just when I was about to give up on love, it came into my life quickly, striking like a snake, but as gentle as a dove, it opened up in me passions that I never felt before, leave me totally confused but yet yearning for more and more. Why did love for me take so long? This I guess I'll never know, but now that it's finally here, I'll never let it go. Forever I'll cherish it, hoping of it to never ever give it up, always savoring the sweetness from the sudden rush of love. Yes, Ruben. I got two. Um, This one I recently uh, read, and the second one is going to be one I do I used in spoken word. So they 
got two different characters to them. But this one is once everything falls into place. Like a song with no melody or rhyme or a syncopated tune lost in time. A still cool breeze blowing in the night, an exhilarating feeling and it feels so right. So why should I be lost inside of a frown as I stare into a mirror of beauty that's brown? I love when the skies are a shade of blue. I love when the sun and the raindrops too. For my soul will never be shaken. On this day, my heart is awakened. The world is filled with so much blame, but I will never play a part of a mischievous game. To see the leaves as they fall from the trees, surrounded by a plethora of birds and bees. I love the smell of sweet lavender, though I may just be an ordinary amateur, never knowing which way the wind would blow as I watch the rivers overflow. The light from the moon is so intense that the stars collaborating, it all made sense. I love when the skies are a shade of blue. I love the sun and the raindrops too. My destiny is the sound of a symphony. The radiance of a rose will always get the best of me. Time, so, time do seldomly change. The love I feel will remain the same. Counting the times that I did exhale. I know that God's love will prevail. Things that are shattered but never broken. So many words left unspoken. I may never know why the cage birds sing. I may never know why flowers bloom in spring. The meek at heart rarely cries. Just like smoke from a fire, still I rise. And the next one, I could be myself on this one. The next one is black like me. Looking in the mirror, you're a fine guy, child. So debonair with a radiant style, with sophistication and so much flair. Woo, you would have thought I was Fred Astaire. You see, I danced all night from dusk till dawn, and I popped my collar to the rising sun. Way up yonder, people black like me, living the life so bold and free. I climbed many trees when I was young and I'm still able to sing my song. From the highest mountain to the valley's low, through the raging rivers to the falling snow. Way up yonder, people black like me, living a life of luxury. That's it, thank you. Chris. A few years ago, I went out to uh, Portland, Oregon, and I went up to Washington State to see Mount St. Helens. I wrote this within the last, I guess within the last year about that memory. It's called Crying at Mount St. Helens. If a man is going to cry, let it be over a volcano, something indelible and dangerous, which I didn't know anyone else had done until I met a man from Oregon who had visited there too, asked me if I cried as he had. 
For him, it was thinking about all the loss. The trees spilled like matchsticks. The volcanologist from the geological survey, the retiree on Spirit Lake who refused to evacuate, who before he perished said, it's part of me and I'm part of that volcano. I had been looking for the perfect shot to hang in my office when iron clouds rolled in and rain drove the tourists inside the visitor center where I had just bought a magnet with a picture of the eruption to stick on my refrigerator and which I held in a small plastic bag. But it wasn't until I was alone with it, until I was caught by the open eye of it staring back that it happened. When I felt like a shred in its time and not the other way around. And I thought, if a religion was only this, it would be enough because there was nothing between us, no window or lens, not even the word volcano. When I used to drive to work before uh, we've been working from home with corona for, because of coronavirus, um, I noticed I'd see the same license plates over and over, the same vanity plates at least around Raleigh, Cary, North Carolina, there's a lot of vanity plates. Uh, probably because so many people move here and when they move here, they just they just decide to, when they change your, when they get North Carolina plates, they get a vanity plate. So as I drive to work, I would see these same plates and I, over time, over about, probably, probably a year or two of time, I just keep making a list of, of different plates that I liked. And here's a, a poem about that. It's called Vanity Plates. And when I, when I do this, it means that I'm actually giving you the name of a vanity plate. They are the go-getters, mom 26.2, and just do it, while the rest of us just go. They see the cup full, and they live for love, while we are only living for the weekend. They are the stoplight philosophers who ask, do you exist? And like good parents, they assure us, I heard you, now go to sleep. They make us wish we had enough faith to plaster soli deo or Jesus will across our backsides. Don't fuss, be grateful they remind us. And despite the drain of morning traffic, they see to be happy and say, it's okay to laugh. They claim to be the ringleader and pronounce, too late, I won, to those of us who are content to remain nameless, who cluster in the field, chewing grass all day, amused enough to decipher their identities in the space of eight characters, noticing how, despite their eccentricities, they are all heading in the same direction, following each other along. Okay, hi. We have a, just a short one. The demise of Mr. Smith. He was an evil man 
bullying and belligerent. And then he hit her. On his phone, coming down the stairs, I screamed. He startled and tumbled down, landing in a grotesque arabesque. I sniffed his nose. Satisfied, I returned to my place in the sun, purring with my tail neatly tucked in. Thank you. This is called The End of the Road, and it's actually based on a true story. The End of the Road. Funny how life comes and goes with surprises. My friend decided she wanted to end her life. She did not know why, but she wanted to end it all. She did not end her life. She had reasons to stick around. She decided to take a chance for happiness and possibilities and allow room for mystery. Her young life was full of pain, but she looked deep inside and found a sliver of light. It showed her that there was still room for happiness. Her mother felt her heart crack. She was losing her innocent love. It was a new beginning. They both opened their hearts and claimed whatever destiny life would bring and relished the adventures of dancing with the spirits of the unknown, putting on those glittery slippers and dancing until the break of a magnificent dawn and more. When the sun gleamed through the window, this was to life and oh, so much more. When they looked past the end of the road. This next one is called Things I Overheard. This could be based on a true story, but it's not. Sitting with my cup of tea, I was in a coffee shop, feeling loosely free. No obligations had my hat. Just minding my business, I overheard a chat. What it is that you're telling me, now you want to be let free? My ears perked up, then my pen, I wrote those words. Where was the sin? Well, yes, you know, we have not been happy. You even said you wanted out. But now you look so surprised. Tell me now, do you have doubts? As I leaned in, I spilled some drops and realized that I was spotted. Excuse me, miss, are we intruding? We are trying to talk, but you were spilling. Scarlet rose through my neck. My napkin tattied up my drips. Excuse me now, but I will leave. Here, allow me to leave your tip. And on this note, he looked in my eyes. Surely you know it is unkind to spy. Yes, I do, and for that I am sorry. I pray you resolved your quandary quietly. I nodded my head and headed to the door. I will write their script with my own order. Thank you all so much for coming tonight. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, I didn't have a chance to read. Yeah, I enjoyed this. Yes. Yeah. We will do this again. Maybe we'll get more people to come, but if it's just us, it's just us. So what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well worth it. Well worth it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you all so much, and you have a great night. I've seen a lot of those vanity plates you've read about. <laughs> cool. Okay. Fun to make a list. There really was. I had I, I probably had a hundred I probably had a hundred of them. Wow, there are a lot <laughs> here. <laughs> okay. Uh, fall. Chilled crisp air carrying the sweet scent of apple trees in bloom. I walk through the dried leaves, delighting in their crunch beneath my feet. 
I watch the leaves fall from their trees, delighted by the bright colors, the reds, oranges, and yellows, in life and in death, nature's remarkable work. Taking a deep breath, a good long sniff, my nostrils fill with the chilled scent of decayed leaves. I can't help it. I love that smell, rich, robust, and somehow. Thank you for listening to the prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you would like to be on the podcast, please send an email to prolificpulse at gmail.com. Put podcasts on the subject line. Thank you, and you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.